Go shoddy. It's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Come on, Jordan, you know the words? Because we don't give a fuck because it's your birthday. birthday. I think you were right. I think you were right. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, you find Jordan Jordan in the club Monday to Fridays. (laughs) Big up all top. You getting dubs. Uh, Very good. I I usually don't like to rap and sing that much. I mean, uh, you know, it can be a little obnoxious, I've been told. Um, But. Yeah, definitely. But, 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 but. It's our producer Alex's birthday. While everyone's listening to this, uh, you know, wish Alex a happy birthday. If you're listening right now, yell out a happy birthday to Alex. Make sure he can hear you. Um, you know, and uh, uh, not only is it Alex's birthday, but this is the fiftieth episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Whoa! Oh, 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 oh! There's that monkey out there. Um, the Big Dog Ball Talk monkey. There yeah, he is. The, the mascot, of course. It only makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot, a lot going on here. Congrats to Alex making it to another year. Happy fortieth, buddy. Um, yeah. and uh, I mean, Jordan, congrats, man. I didn't think that we'd make it here. I didn't think we'd get through this, but, uh, Definitely not. We, we persevered. And, uh, you know, again, thank you to everybody who's been listening and keeping up with us because, you know, uh, we could, we couldn't do it without you guys. No. Yeah. Th- th- this is crazy. I agree. Didn't think we'd get here, but, uh, we're halfway to a hundred. We're, we're at least top 50 in Canada for a basketball podcast. We've got to be up to like top, top three by now, sure, uh, I'd sure. assume. Um, so I think we're trending in the right direction. Yeah. Thanks to all our, our, our listeners, our, our supporters across the globe. Um, and, uh, yeah, we love you guys. We'll, we'll, we'll keep pumping these out for you, uh, two to three times a week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What we, we love to do. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. And, and on the other side of it, if anyone's listening to me right now and I sound a little fucky, uh, apologies for that. We're having some technical difficulties on my end. Jordan is, uh, now the high tech guy. He's the one that sounds That's crystal right. clear. He's got a, a great acoustic, a nice baritone and bass to his voice. Uh, whereas I sound mm. like, uh, I don't know, like Wally's, uh, fucked up cousin. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to persevere, as we said, and we're going to keep the good times rolling. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's kick it right off. Uh, for everyone who, again, who's been here supporting us and helping us out, uh, you know, showing love, rating us five stars, sharing us to your friends and family on your social media, downloading each episode, Apple, Spotify, whatever it may be, you yeah. know that we had some fire, fire takes coming into this season and also some misfire takes. Um, nah. And the first one because you know what? I'm the one that's running my milk right now, and I gotta, I gotta follow my sword. I gotta be honest here. Uh, the very first one, you know, let's talk about our finals picks. Uh, All right, fine. Yours, let's get it out the way. Not horrible, Jordan. Uh, but to, just to get it out of the way, I may have really fucking goofed picking the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers uh, as my finals team. Uh, and by may have, I mean I definitely did. If they make it to the finals right now, I'll say it right here. Um, what, what should I do, Jordan? You think like eat a sock, uh, you know, about, oh. what's, what's a good, like a, lick a frog. I don't know. What's uh, what are the kids yeah. doing these days? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, you, you could, you could streak somewhere sure. in Toronto, uh, um, go down to Los Angeles, one way ticket and just have to, yeah. I, I have to busk my way back to buy my ticket. That'd be a good one. That, that would be really good. Yeah. You, we, sure. we will like pool together all mm-hmm. the fans all pitch in to get you down to LA, but yep. you're not allowed to fly back. You got to find your own way. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I'll, I'll yeah. go down to the, we'll go with that. I'll go to the Lakers parade and I'll busk for money until yes. i can buy my way back to you're gonna uh, gritty you're gonna gritty yes. uh with a hat in front of you and and you know <laughs> beg for for dollars um i don't know when you would make it back or if mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. might i feel like you'd go the wrong way end up in mexico and that's uh, okay yeah that I mean they, they would, they would respect elongated vacation there. yeah yeah so uh anyway yeah that's a good plan that's a yeah. good plan but uh, yeah r- rough finals pick for sure matt yeah looking rough uh yeah taking uh originally so i had the I, mine was kind of a little bit of a, a half half pick 
Uh, I had the Lakers in the finals regardless, but I did say if Kyrie didn't play, then uh, it would be the Miami Heat playing the Lakers. Which isn't looking bad. See, that, no, that's, the, the that one that nice looks pick. pretty good. Because I remember yeah. getting some crazy uh, crazy looks at me for that one. But, uh, hey, top of the East. I mean, uh, First you know, East. nobody wants to give me credit for that, though. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the Lakers pick, pretty bad. But, I mean, Vegas had them as, like, the the you know the, the favorites to, be, to come out of the West. So, I mean, uh, I, I was just yeah. doing what they told me. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, and then I had the Nets, possibly, you know, if Kyrie was active, and at this point, it seems like he's going to be active uh, for, you know, most of, if not part-time of the season here. Uh, yeah. I mean, overall, looking at my pick, I'm not hor- I'm not hor- horrified at it. I still understand why I made the picks. Uh, obviously, yeah. a lot of injuries, Russell Westbrook deciding to just play, like, absolutely abysmal uh, over this past <laughs> stretch. But, uh, you know, I don't feel super ashamed of my picks, but, yeah, the Lakers was definitely a big miss. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, you're right. A lot of people made the pick early on. Uh, I don't think anyone was that mad at it. I mean, a a season removed from a championship, we saw how good LeBron and AD could be together. Um, And uh, it just just hasn't worked out. It's been, we've said before, kind of the season from hell for LA. And they didn't make any upgrades at the trade deadline, which uh, is more kind of controversy, controversy, uh, especially... Um, with what's come out since then with, you know, the reports that AD and LeBron really weren't happy with uh, Palinka deciding yeah. not to make any moves. Uh, and and um, so so we'll, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. I feel like we've we keep saying that with the Lakers, you know, like we'll see, we'll see, we'll <laughs> see, because Anthony Davis still out for, for a while. Um, yeah, they're going to be resuming play after the All-Star break. LeBron maybe got a few days of rest, but but not that much. Played pretty heavy minutes uh, in the All-Star game, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, had had. I'm sure a lot of things to do uh, for for all of All Star All Star Weekend. So I don't think he exactly got like a full week uh, of rest, uh, you know, to to get his mind completely off basketball. So uh, we'll see. Like I said, and I think in our last part, he's just gonna have a lot on his shoulders. I still don't put it completely out of you know the question that the Lakers somehow scrape and claw their way to the finals. Um, but it'll be it'll need to be another completely heroic postseason by LeBron. I, I don't know how many of those he has left. Well, and that's the thing. I think that the reason that we all kind of give the Lakers the benefit of the doubt is, you know, it's LeBron. We've seen yeah. him come in with these god-awful teams. Uh, you know, he's still playing some of his, like you could argue, some like arguably it's some of his best basketball that he's played. I mean, at least shooting the rock, yes. I mean, uh, you know, from deep. like he's And scoring, playing. and scoring. The yeah. highest scoring for, for years. So, I mean, or in years, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And it, so... It, He's playing amazing, but it's like this support and the supporting cast is better than, you know, some of those Cleveland teams. So, you know, you're kind of looking yeah, at it but it's on close, like, but yeah, you're looking at like the litmus test of it all. And you're like, you know what? It doesn't look like it's horrible. Like the, the like, you know, LeBron can do his thing, but it's like this isn't, you know, the east of, you know, the, yeah. the early yeah, 10, exactly. 2010s. This is like the west and it's uh, this is the worst the west has been. You know, it's pretty top heavy. But I mean, if they're going to be at the bottom of that playoff bracket, if you're yeah. playing the top heavy team, then it's like you're going to have to go through the murderer's row to get to the finals. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's really the odds aren't in their favor uh, when, no. when, when it comes to this season. Uh, but again, you know, like it's it, – I'll never count out a LeBron team until it happens. Uh, you know, last yeah. year when AD went down, we kind of – everybody knew the Suns were going to have their way. Uh, I mean, we, I, we said we didn't think that, you know, they, the, the, the Lakers would roll over and kind of just let themselves be decimated. Yeah. But, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, but you know, th- that's kind of a good segue though. You know, as much as we talked about the Lakers, let's give some love to the Suns. We kind of my mentioned finals that. pick, my yes. finals winner. See, see mine, mine mine's kind of reversed. Mine's kind of reversed for you. Your, your Western conference pick is, looks a little whack now, but I, 
I, I like my Western Conference, uh, you know, and eventual finals winner. My my East pick of, of the Nets, you know, looking a little shaky right now. But uh, sure. I mean, we, we another thing we've talked about many times, you know, the, the Suns are at the point where they're just so good. And people don't really talk about them because there's not much to talk about. Um, you know, we'll we'll it will have to see how they do during this period without Chris Paul, who's going to be out uh, with, with, with injury uh, for a while. Um, and there's going to be a lot more scoring pressure general pressure yeah. on um uh, on Devin Booker and and the rest of these there there's kind of scoring wings and DeAndre Ayton to to keep keep the wins coming because they are uh, they they've put a cushion between themselves and Golden State and the rest of the West but it's not insurmountable uh and you know if Draymond comes back or Steph catches fire uh I could see a scenario where they do fall out of that top spot but I think they're determined to to keep it um and they've just been playing uh near perfect basketball all season um so I I definitely like my pick and I definitely uh, that like I'm definitely uh, pleasantly surprised with how well they've done. I thought mm-hmm. they'd be a, a, a really really good team again, maybe even top of the West, but not quite this good. Like they've looked like a team with very few weaknesses and just development from you know Bridges and Aiton and other young guys. And they've made some you know I, I said in our preview pod I thought they they kind of left some things on the table in the off season. I would have liked them to you know pick up a few more guys here and there, but they got Tory Craig back. They got Holiday from the Wizards. Like they've got a few other pieces now that, mm-hmm. that make me feel a little bit better. Um, and you know, the backups like JaVale McGee, like these guys who they've uh added to their team uh from last year. And I think it's just gonna set them up really nicely for the playoffs as long as Chris Paul comes back. So uh, I'm I'm hundred percent rolling with my uh my Phoenix to win it all pick. Um, because uh, you know, I no matter who they meet from the East, I give them a good chance to win. For sure. Though I will say if it's the Bucks, I will still be very, very worried. Uh, if it's a Bucks, the, the Bucks with a healthy Giannis, that's going to be another uh, kind of nightmare scenario for, for Phoenix, as good as they are. For sure. Well, I mean, again, right now Phoenix, the consensus they're they're the best ba- team in basketball. I mean, you can't uh, you can't argue it. Uh, yeah. And and you know, kudos to you for you know uh, sticking to your guns and backing your team, backing your guy Chris Paul. Yes. Because uh, I mean, it, it, I, again, like I I I. I I think I had them, you know, going, uh, you know, maybe uh, the conference finals. I can't remember exactly where I had them in my madman's bracket yeah. that I, I concocted. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, at the end of the day, uh, you know, that they're a professional team. They're pretty much running yeah. it back from the team that was so successful last year. I mean, they're 48 and 10 as of recording this. Uh, and, and when it comes to, you know, West versus East, even, uh, you, know, you mentioned that briefly, like, I mean, the top three teams in the NBA as a whole are all in the West, and that's with you yeah. know the the Suns, the Warriors, and the Grizzlies. So yeah. it's it's very you know it's kind of what we've seen before. You know the 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 Western team that comes out right now is probably going to uh, you know be the heavy favorites to to take yeah. it all because you know all those East teams are also just so close. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh the the Suns. I think they just they kind of remind me of how the Spurs used to be. Uh, you yeah. know, they've got that dynamic floor general leader out there. They're a great defensive team. They know how to move the ball. They don't really do anything stupid. Like, they, there's no wasted yeah. possessions. They're they're out there yeah. to score the rock every single time they have it. They're not there to, you know, try and make themselves look good. I mean, Devin Booker's a handsome guy, but that's just that just comes <laughs> with the, the property. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's, it's nice to see a team like that, but we've even admitted it, you know, uh, off camera, on camera, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but... You know, nobody talks about the Suns. We're just used to them yeah. being this like awesome basketball team at this point, uh, and yeah. they really don't get the love or the you know, the respect that they deserve. 
Uh, so, you know what, uh, uh, for any Phoenix fans listening and uh, we haven't given you the, the shout outs, I mean, I know early on in the year, we definitely were, you know, pumping your tires, but you know, we, yeah. we it's boring to just talk about how good you guys are all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you true. know, may, maybe go on a losing streak, make things interesting, help us out here. Cause I mean, right now you're just a fucking wagon. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. That's the, uh, the, the, the other side of the coin. Even when you talk about the Spurs, the same, same deal. Uh, no one ever talked about them uh, in their string of. 50 plus win seasons like no. they were they were expected to be good and there was yeah no sort of critics criticism you could level at them um but uh it's i i think they're at the point now which is crazy to say uh that they're at the point that you know it's, it's all about the playoffs uh considering they are a, a team that has been so kind of down in the dumps um under questionable leadership for so long yeah and, uh you know only a few seasons into you know chris paul being being traded there um and you know they're they're uh like creme de la creme of of the nba it's just insane mm-hmm. to see but but it is just going to be all about the the playoffs like the regular season uh that's that's i think why people aren't uh really talking about them or, or one of the one of the many reasons why is that um they know and, and the rest of the league knows it's just all going to be about how they perform in the playoffs because there are still a few questions like um how you know? I think their offense in general is going to be okay. They they have a very playoff uh, or you know a game that is conducive to playoff basketball and two uh, you know ball handling guards who can hit mid range shots, uh, but all the way you know also you know shoot all the way up to three and get to the rim and and they've got a good collection of of players who know their roles. But you know we saw a little bit last year that they are missing that kind of big uh, wing shot maker mm-hmm. who can you know get go and get their own shot. Um, with, you know, they have Bridges and, and they have Crowder, but, and, you know, Johnson and, and all these kind of long rangy wings, but they, they aren't, uh, you know, they're, they're not Kawhi Leonard. They're not Paul George. They're not, um, you know, Kevin Durant. Um, you know, they don't really have that prototype. That's kind of the one thing that they are missing. And then there's the DeAndre Ayton piece of the puzzle, which, um, you know, a guy who is so talented and, and has really developed a lot since, since he first came into the league, but who still, uh, kind of does some head stra- head scratching things sometimes, For and sure. you know doesn't doesn't uh, you know uh, assert his dominance as much as uh, you know people like you and I uh, think he should, especially when the matchup you know d- demands it. So I thought you were going to say we'll like see. people like you and I bumping uglies down low. Yeah, it's true. Well, no, that's true too. Yeah, we we uh, we definitely impose our will. Uh, we, we should we, <laughs> try to. At we least. gotta we we gotta we gotta send some footage out to. I I, I have no. I, like judging by our voices, like mm-hmm. I have no idea what people think, uh, what what type of basketball people think we are. I can only imagine like what what type of player. But we we got to show these people because, uh, I I mean I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm a monster, uh, especially down in the post. I'm a monster, um, man. Uh, I don't know, man. You're, <laughs> you're yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're the monsters before they steal. I think you're the monster before they steal everybody's uh you know powers no, uh, from Come the NBA. On. Just those I, tiny I, little I'm aliens. Just, that, so that's cute. what you're like. I'm so, so yeah. cute. No, yeah, that's right. No, no, yeah, no. that's what I thought. But but no, but for, for the Suns, yeah, it's going to be about the playoffs. I I, mm-hmm. I, I still have complete faith in them. But uh, again, I, I'm going to, uh, you know, we'll have to see what, what they deal or, or how they deal with, I should say, you know, teams uh, kind of like the Clippers that have all these kind of uh, switchy, uh, you know, wing players who, who can, you know, attack the basket, uh, you know, not not the Clippers this year, but, you know, teams teams like that because uh, they struggled against that a little bit in the playoffs last year. Um, and then, yeah, against a team like the Bucks or a healthy Nets uh, or someone, uh, you know, with that big, you know, uh, one of the best kind of power forward slash small forward uh, scores in the game, how they deal with someone like that. But 
I, I definitely give them the best chances uh, out of every uh, anyone right now to to win the title. Yeah, sure. yeah, I think that that's a that's pretty safe uh, that's a safe bet. Uh, on to some of the other major predictions that we made. Uh, you know, on my end at least, because I I honestly don't remember who you had, so you have to you have to give me a quick refresher here. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to the MVP race, I mean, it's pretty tight right now. Uh, some definitely some unexpected guys uh, coming out there. You know, uh, my pick coming into the year was Joel Embiid to take wow, the MVP. Wow. Uh, that was a pretty good one. Hey, it wasn't looking great in the beginning there. He started off pretty slow. Um, but yeah. right now, you know, how it's been going, uh, I hope that some people listen to me on that one because, uh, I mean, he's he's definitely in that, like, top three right now. But if I'm being honest, if I had to give out an MVP right now, it's DeMar DeRozan. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah, that that's, I mean... That's my pick I, right I, now, honestly. If I if I had to pick someone, the season ends right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I think he's right. He's right in there. I don't know if I would pick him necessarily, but I I don't I I think he's in the top level. Like he's mm-hmm. in the top, uh, you know, in that conversation. Uh, whether you put you know four guys up there, and I I personally do think it's four guys between uh, Giannis, um, uh, Jokic, Embiid, and DeRozan. I think those four are the the sort of clear cut top tier of the MVP conversation. Really? Um, yeah, because uh, you know I I think. Uh, Jokic is just doing uh, insane things every night. And, uh, you know, people talk about his seating um, and how that kind of sort of, I think some people think that kind of disqualifies him since he's not one of the top teams in his conference. But I'm one of those people. His, he, what, but Matt, Matt, if you, if you're talking about Embiid, he, what, what, what Denver's record and, and Philadelphia's record is, you know, separated by like three games or something, something, uh, you know, minuscule, like their, their records are, are to me uh, too comparable to kind of rule out one guy and keep one guy in there. Tough um, luck, and, Chuck. And and Jokic's uh, on and off numbers are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like when he's on the floor, the, the Nuggets are one of the best offensive teams in basketball, one of the best teams. Period. And when he's off the floor, it's just uh, they're they're getting murdered out there. Um, and you know, uh, every, everyone else uh, that that we're we're talking about right now, you know, a similar phenomenon happens. But you know, with with Jokic, it's just it's so uh, it's so glaringly obvious how much better he makes everyone around him. And uh, I I I. I I don't know right now. You, 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 if if I had prepared, I would have been able to kind of put these guys in order. Uh, I right now though, I think I would go Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, and then DeRozan. Where's John ja um, Morant in there? And John ja Morant probably Steph fifth Curry. or sixth. No, I I don't think you can give it to Steph. He he just had such a bad shooting month. Uh, in I I guess it was January. At least I believe it was January. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he just fell off a cliff because he was out there leading it. And to 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 remind you, Matt, my pick was KD. I thought uh, it was going to be Kevin yeah, Durant this yeah. year. And I think Which if was, he hadn't got yeah. injured, uh, I I think he'd still be in the in the thick of it right now. You know, depending sure. on where the Nets were in the standing. Because well, early in he the was year, the he favorite. was the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I, I thought uh, he was going to just, you know, go on a tear. And earlier this year he was, and I was feeling really good. And then, yeah, I think the the script kind of flipped there. Embiid started, started you yeah, know, dominating, yeah. going on runs of 40-point fucking games. And, and Kevin Durant, you know, as we know, got got injured and, and has been out for a while. So, um, uh, yeah, that, that one hurts for sure. Um, but I'm, I, I'm still happy with my pick, uh, sure. you know, at the time that I made it. And, uh, it, it's going to be a close MVP race though, for sure. Like I, I, I have Jokic out in front right now, uh, but I'm, I'm totally open to the fact that that could change. Like if, if, because, cause I, I believe right now, uh, you know, as far as I know, uh, depending on if, if either of these teams play tonight, like the bulls and the heat are tied right now for the top of the East. Technically, mm-hmm. I think the heat have the tiebreaker, but like, 
with your DeMar DeRozan MVP take, like if, if the Bulls really finish the season as the number one seed and DeMar keeps putting up 30 fucking points every night. Well, he just, yeah, he just I, broke a Wilt record. You might as well give him the MVP, man. Yeah, well, yeah. And, uh, like, it, it would be, it, like, I, I might just be forced to give him the MVP because, it, like, I, I think people are kind of resistant to it, and I'm kind of one of those people, too, just because he, 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 he's got a lot of dimensions to his game, but he's still not someone who kind of you would call like a triple threat. Like I sure, think he's, yeah. you know, he's obviously showing his incredible scoring, uh, you know, abilities this year and he's still being a, an incredible playmaker, but he's not, he doesn't have that like third kind of aspect to his game, whether that's like defense uh, or rebounding or, you know, shooting the ball, other kind deep. of intangible <laughs> things. Yeah, exactly. So I think he's just missing kind of that one element to, to get him into the kind of mainstream um, or, you know, the, the top li- uh, of people's lists, uh, you know, in the mainstream kind of conversation about this. But mm-hmm. uh, if he leads the Bulls, who, who have been missing a lot of guys this year, like Zach Levine missed time, like a lot of different players have been out for them. But, you know, if they if they finish in the, you know, as, as the top seed in the East, I, I might just have to give it to him. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think in the last one that I would like, uh, because, you know, there, there was a lot, we, we covered everything. If you want to hear what our takes were back then, uh, you know, just off the top of my head, you know, I did say, even though he wasn't my pick, I wish I had actually committed to it. I did say Scotty Barnes was my sleeper pick for Rookie of the Year, uh, but oh, you, you you had the Evan Mobley take, which was yeah, uh, that's I feel fire. Good about that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's almost a lock at this point. You know, barring some kind of craziness. Uh, yeah, we both though we we one last L before we move on here. Uh, we both had Anthony Davis for Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, can I change it to Miles Turner? Because uh, I, I joked about it. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, still, it's true. Yeah, you did better, change it. Yeah, 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 wait, yeah, hold on. You yeah, did change wait. it. Which is, is that I, worse or better, honestly? I, I, I don't know. We'll see if he can come back. But He I, averaged I think more blocks still, when he was healthy. It's it's true. It's true. And I think, like, I just saw something today. I think he, he tweeted out something um, about how he he still like leads the league or or is uh, in the top five I should say in the league in total blocks and blocks per game because mm-hmm. uh, he was just doing so much and he's been out for for God knows how long like he's he's still uh, you know uh, uh, you know you can say they're kind of empty stat type blocks but I, I don't want to hear it man he's the most uh, dominant defender I've ever seen so <laughs> give me Miles Turner give me Miles Turner he he can turn it around by the end of the there year there you go turn it around Turner. Uh, yeah, and also, I mean, him, he's been wilding out on TikTok, man. Uh, him and, him and, him and Josh Gibb, uh, Josh Giddy got a collab at some point, man. It's gotta oh, happen. Uh, but yeah, go back and check out our two hour season preview. I mean, it's, uh, probably going to be a little bit weird because we're talking about things that are, you already know the answers to, but, you know, go yeah. check out some of our picks. Uh, again, uh, I mean, Tyler hero, six man of the year. That was a great pick by me. I mean, uh, the, I, yeah. I've had a lot of bad picks, but that one I'm proud of. Uh, yeah. but to, uh, to move on for us, uh, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, Embiid possibly being, uh, the MVP, uh, today as, uh, you're listening to this, uh, the Friday, the, I believe this is the, uh, the 25th when you're hearing me, yep. uh, you know, James Harden, he's going to be making his debut, the beard in Philadelphia, uh, officially ready to go as a 76er. Uh, but some news came out recently that Joel Embiid said that he was chasing after Ben Simmons to try and get him to come back and play for the 76ers. Uh, and then another report comes out a couple of hours later saying that he actually wanted Bradley Beal before they wanted uh, to make the move for James Harden. So, yeah. you know, they seem like they're working okay together, but, you know, do you think that maybe there's uh, something there that, you know, Embiid kind of knew, you know, Harden and me not really going to be the fit. He knew even if he thinks him and Simmons is a better fit uh, than him and Harden. I mean, because, again, I would take Harden over either of those guys. Uh, yes, yes, I, I would too. I think, especially like 
Bradley Beal uh, was just not having the, you know, the same type of season we're accustomed to him having even before, you know, he, he um, had that surgery and, and is now out for the year. But yeah. like, if I was Embiid, like, I, like what I think is going on, like trying to read the tea leaves or, you know, what I think the most likely thing is, is that like Embiid definitely was going to take Harden over Simmons, especially this year. Like Simmons, a guy who's giving your team a zero and is just sitting out and yeah. who... I'm sure really pissed you off, uh, you know, especially if you're Embiid, like this this guy who's supposed to be like your 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 teammate, uh, who who you've always publicly like stood up for, especially early on when no one else was. Like Embiid never really spoke out against uh, Simmons, except for the one press conference yeah, when he kind yeah. of threw shade and said, yeah. which which you know uh, they're kind of wrongs on both sides type of thing. Like I get it. But to be like, fair, I, think... I can't imagine how frustrating that would be. Well, no, exactly. That that's the, that's that's the thing. It's like uh, Ben Simmons. If you're mad at that, then don't pass up an open a wide open dunk. Like it's it's pretty simple to you know, uh, you know, do make the right play, and then your team teammates and coach won't be mad at you. But again, I didn't. You know, it, it was kind of shady what what Doc Rivers and, and Joel sure, Embiid yeah. you know, both have, both did. Have but, we ever talked about a hypothetical shot more as ever than than this Ben Simmons no, not taking so. a dunk? I swear to God, it's almost been a year now. We're still talking about did, why didn't he dunk. Like I know, you still I know. would have been down. So I mean, yeah, what I like you, you could have still lost. Uh, I know it, it's 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 very interesting. Like I, I I can't wait till kind of the smoke clears on this whole thing and we see what you know the the type of player Ben Simmons turns out to be mm-hmm. and the things he can do. Like no one knows right now, but Ben Ten. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's a crazy. Uh, th- this whole thing has just been such a crazy uh, sequence of events and yeah, l- leading back to that, uh, it it's. It, you're right. I, I don't think we've ever talked about a missed shot. Maybe the Charles Smith or whatever that Nick uh, in the '90s uh, in in the Bulls series who got blocked like a million times. Yeah. And, and oh yeah, 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 bucket, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, but like uh, to to go back to what I was saying about Embiid, like I think he's happy to have Harden. Uh, I think he's probably he might even be like thrilled. But like it, he's seen what James Harden has been doing and kind of the you know the the style that James Harden was playing in Houston for so long and uh, you know the freaking everyone calling him you know chuck calling him the dribbler and you know um Giannis uh not picking him for for you know the all-star draft because mm-hmm. you know he wants someone who can pass the ball like i don't think anyone or or that many people especially like younger stars who who are you know unlike someone like kd who played with harden and you know okc and has got to know him you know for for a long time like i don't think this new generation of stars is really that excited about playing with James Harden. Like, I don't think he's, he's the type of guy where you're like, Oh yeah, I, uh, if there's one guy I'd want to play with, it would be James Harden. Well, like, I think he holds I you think, back, you know? Well, well, yeah. And it's, it's just, he, he doesn't, you know, do much off the ball. And especially if you're another, you know, kind of ball dominant, really uh, in, incredibly talented post-up player like Embiid, like I, I wouldn't have been dying to to play with him. So like, I, it doesn't surprise me really if, if Embiid kind of preferred to have someone like Beal who, uh, you know, is is a little bit younger, has hasn't been as much of like an issue with all star teammates. Uh, you know, that that doesn't really surprise me at all. But like, I think two things can be true. I think he can be thrilled to have James Harden, former MVP, um, you know, guy who who can really kind of raise the ceiling of your team. Like, I think he can be, he can be happy about that. But, you know, at the same time, would have rathered, uh, you know, someone like Beal, who I think uh, would have, you know, the the, the on-court basketball fit i think would have been just as good with Embiid and mm-hmm. kind of less chances for for things to kind of blow up uh, in a bad way for sure yeah I, I and again we'll we'll see you know we kind of talked about this uh in previous podcast uh you know about you know 
the two big personalities of, you know, Embiid and Harden, uh, you know, will, will they butt heads? I mean, uh, as far as practice tape goes, it looks like they're, they're, uh, you know, they're chopping it up. They're having fun on the yeah. court and, uh, you know, they're developing that chemistry. Uh, but we really won't know until this evening. Uh, you know, when we finally get to see, you know, the ball go down to the hardwood and we get to see uh, how, how they really transition. I mean, the first pick and roll they do is going to, you know, blow the roof off uh, yeah, the, yeah. the entire place. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a great night for, for Harden and for Embiid. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely worth, you know, it, like looking into, like, I think this is something that, you know, maybe we don't need to freak out about or, you know, look too deep into right now. Uh, but, you know, even like a season from now, I think this is something that, you know, if you're a listener right now, you know, bookmark this conversation that we just had. Uh, because, you yeah. know, if things do go sour or something more comes out from, you know, Simmons or Embiid's camp, you know, we might find out a little bit more, you know, what, what what's going on behind the scenes here. Because, again, yeah, as you said, like Simmons and Embiid, uh, like I don't think Embiid was the driving force to kick Simmons out. Uh, and yeah. they probably could have made more moves to make, you know, a Simmons and Embiid combination work. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I think that there was a lot of uh, negativity and honestly a lot of ignorance uh, from everybody, uh, you know, yeah. uh, from top to bottom. I mean, I'm sure even the concession stand worker was uh, spitting in the wrong <laughs> drinks or something. Like I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what was going on with the 76ers organization throughout all of this because it was just handled yeah. so poorly. But uh I, I really do think that there's going to be there's got to be more to it because if Embiid's coming out right now after it's already been done and kind of saying you know like oh well yeah I, I tried to get Simmons to come back he wasn't interested I find yeah. that that's a little weird or hard to believe because you know he tweet the I mean he wants to get his clout and he wants to get the tweets out you know hidden uh, standing at the funeral or whatever you know uh, the the viral yeah. meme but <laughs> uh, you know I think that if he really like he's a suit one of the top ten players in the NBA if. Simmons is getting reached out to by Embiid and he's saying man like come back like you know we 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 were so close to getting to a championship like twice now uh I mean they weren't yeah. really that close but you know they they had the they had yeah. the opportunity to you know keep moving in the playoffs like they were the number 1 seed last year for god's sakes obviously the two of them could work well together so yeah. I mean I I, I there's got to be some kind of like I, I, again who knows maybe we we, we kind of uh, we've been showing some shade uh and some disrespect uh, to Simmons way about this uh you know, his mental health woes, uh, you know, who knows, maybe there's a, a little bit more legitimacy to that than, uh, you know, anybody's giving him yeah. credit for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't think there's any way to know. Like, I just can't wait till someone writes a book about this, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in tw- what, 15, 20 years or something. I'll read the spark. Uh, cause there, yeah. Cause there, there will be kind of like a, you know, a tell all at some point. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting, uh, too, you know, more than anything, like just these, these two personalities that, uh, you know, I, I, I think like you're saying with them being the number one seed, you know, showed how great they could be on the court. But uh, I, I think it's better now for everyone that it's over and, and they can both move on because I really want to yeah. see. Um, and again, like w- the, the other thing I thought of right away, like a, a, a Sixers, uh, you know, Nets playoff series would just be the greatest thing ever. Like, I, I just want to see these two guys go their own way and, you know, you know, spread their wings. And Bede's obviously already doing it. Like he's already showing he can be, uh, uh, literally top of the MVP list right now with his own team. Like he, he's he's proved that he never needed Ben Simmons. Like it was never sure. because of Ben Simmons that that you know Embiid was playing well. But um, you know, I think that that kind of demonstrates what everyone was saying. You know, from from the the very beginning, or many people were that this combo just fit wise on the floor was not ideal, and and they made it work because they were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But but I don't think uh, you know. It, I, I think it was true from the very beginning. You know, however many people wanted to posture and say like, no, we can make it work with these two guys. It just wasn't going to 
you know, end in, you know, uh, a championship for the city. Those two players just, just don't complement each other no, enough. No. Uh, so, so, you know, we're seeing Embiid doing his own thing. So I can't wait to see, you know, the, the, I'm, 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 I'm so excited to see Ben Simmons play his first game. Like I haven't been excited about, uh, you know, watching a player in their first game for a while, just because, you know, he's, he's been, it's been so long and he's been through so much uh, in terms of yeah, people yeah. talking about what he can and can't do on a basketball court. I just want to watch him again and like, see, see, you know, uh, see where the hell he's him, at, you know, where he's at. I want to see him hound people on defense. Yep. I want to see him, you know, uh, set screens for, for Kyrie and, you know, be in the dunker spot, you know, with, you know, without clogging the lane for Embiid. Like I just want to, I, I really want to see Ben Simmons play. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, that's uh, a lot of people kind of share that sentiment. I, I, I can't wait to, to see him uh, for his, you know, debut on the nets. Um, and it sounds like they're, they're kind of trying to find a way to, you know, cause KD is kind of nearing his return, yeah. uh, you know, according to a lot of reports. So they might be coming back at around the same time. Maybe the mask mandate fades away, uh, right around there too. And you get this fully realized, uh, Brooklyn team, which, you know, if, if they're kind of the best version of themselves, that's, that's a scary, scary ass team. For sure. Well, man, I've been hiding Ben Simmons on my IR, uh, for my fantasy basketball team all <laughs> year. So, uh, I'm ready to go and I've got KD. So, you know, I'm hoping you, that uh, they'll come back it. at the same time, make this late playoff push, uh, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm sure everybody wants to know how my fantasy basketball team's going, so I'll let you know later. Uh, but, and Matt, Matt, mm. before, we, before we move on, I just had this thought the other day, too. There are so many, there's going to be so many awesome uh, first round, like uh, starting right in the first round, but all the way through the playoffs in the East. Like, have, have you, has it even crossed your mind that Miami versus uh, the Bulls, we'd see Lowry and DeRozan battling it out uh, in, in the playoffs? It'd be, it'd be so, be so sad. Much fun. I, I couldn't watch it. I mean, it'd be sad, but I'd be happy, you know, for whoever won because sure, you know, yeah. one, one of our guys would, you know, move on to the next round. But they could play, in the, so they, fun, they could play in the conference finals if the Raptors aren't in it. Yeah. But even sure. then, the yeah, Raptors exactly. might have to play the Heat or something the way it shakes out. Uh, Who I know. knows? Like, that I know. could be, that... I would cry. I'd be crying no matter what it seems like. It, it, so many incredible, like uh, the, the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be a fucking bloodbath. They're going to oh, be yeah. so exciting. Uh, it's uh, it's it's going to be a great postseason all around. For sure, wait. for sure. And we're we're getting close, man. Like again, we're kind of calling this the midway evaluation episode, but I mean, we're uh, we're, we're past it. We're yeah. way over. I think we're yeah, we're we're almost at sixty games here. We're 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 gearing yep. up, man. We're getting there. Uh, but yep. you know, and, and you just kind of mentioned it briefly there. You know, we're going to stick with Ben Ten and the Nets here. I'm, I'm really pushing that. That's a sick nickname. I'm so glad he picked number ten. Uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty sweet. But, uh, you know, Ben Simmons and uh, the Nets, I mean, with Kevin Durant coming back. And then, yeah, New York City apparently is in the process. They are going to start lifting the mask mandates, uh, which yep. means, uh, hello, Kyrie. Uh, no more uh, half man, half time, or whatever the hell people are calling him. Uh, he's he's going to be a full-time player again. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. the NBA, like, there's, there's nothing they can really do about it. Uh, it's, it's it's all determined by, you know, the, the city that they're in. So, yeah. Uh, Hey, if Kyrie's able to play, this would be a huge, huge turning point for the Nets. Uh, you know, being able to get him to play at home. I mean, the, the fans are going to be excited about that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, to finally get to see him back on, uh, you know, the, the, their, their court in the Barclays Center. Um, but, I mean, the rest of the league's got to be shaking their boots to have, uh, you know, Kyrie back full time, especially for the playoffs. Like, that's because that, yeah. I mean, teams were kind of like, you know, we only have to play Kyrie half the time. And, yeah, and again, yeah. depending on what team you are, maybe none of the time. So it's yeah. going to be, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I want to get your thoughts. Like, do you think that if this goes through, like, do you think maybe our picks of the Nets going to the finals, that's just skyrocketed? 
Well, that's that's what maybe maybe my finals picks are spot on. Maybe, uh, you know, yeah. the Suns and six over the Nets. I I, I might uh, you know be tempted to you know double down on that. Stick with that right now because um, it does look like that's where it's trending. That uh, at least at least by the playoffs, um, you know the or even if it's by the second round of the play. Like I think if if they only have if if the Nets only have Kyrie depending you know or, or Kyrie for half the games, mm-hmm. even in the first round, I guess depending on where they finish in the seeding, like. If they are able to, you know, get KD back and Simmons back and, you know, have Kyrie, even if it's halftime or, you know, half, half of the games, um, if they can climb the standings a little bit, you know, maybe maybe even if the mask mandate is still there for the first round of the playoffs, as long as they get through. But like, I think at the very latest, you know, like by the, by, by the second round of the playoffs, like that's uh, I, I, I'm trying to think when that is, but that's uh, either April or May, like that that's still a long ways away. And I think I think it's definitely trending that the mass mandates are going to be yeah. you know, lifted by then. Like I, I think, you know, something, some kind of new variant or the situation would have to really change, I think for, for that not to be the case, um, which is, you know, obviously good news all around just for life in general, for people, um, you know, with uh, more than anything, you know, it's bigger than basketball, but you know, when, you know, looking at it through, through that kind of uh, lens of the NBA, it, it definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's the best news the Nets could ever hope for, um, you know, to, to have him. And, uh, I, I think what might be even more likely is that, you know, the, the, the mandates are lifted, you know, before the playoffs or even for a little bit, you know, a yep. few games, even in the regular season. Like I, I really think, um, all signs are, are pointing towards that. You know, when you have Adam Silver come out and talk about, t- talk about it, you know, he, he kind of times his, sort of appearances and you know when he talks about things sure. i think very carefully um and i think if he's coming out and you know uh putting it out into the consciousness you know that that uh you know of, of the league and the fans that maybe this this will be lifted and you you know you had the um you know the 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 remarks from from adams the new york city mayor like uh he, he says he can't wait to to you know get rid of these mass mandates as soon as it, it makes sense to do so so um i i, I definitely think it, it's going to happen at some point likely before the playoffs and and uh, you know, with with a rejuvenated uh, Ben Simmons and a full time Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I I would not want to play the Nets. They they've got a lot of firepower, and uh, not that's not even to mention you know the additions of Seth Curry, um, mm-hmm. who I think really covers up uh, the the loss of of Joe Harris. Who knows when or if he's going to be back? But if you know you have another kind of dead eye shooter in Curry, that 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 really really just opens up the floor for, for KD and for Kyrie. Um, and you know, it, we're going to have to see how Ben Simmons gels in with, with that group, but man, uh, it's, it's going to be a, another, uh, you know, incredible, incredible Eastern conference team that, uh, you know, is going to be a, a hell of a tough out. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, you brought up the mayor, maybe there's something fishy going on here, man. Maybe <laughs> this guy's just like, Oh, Hey, playoffs are rolling around. Uh, you know, the nets are kind of struggling. They need a bit of a boost. You know, they got Simmons. Hey, That'd be kind of cool if we let Kyrie come back. We'll bring the mandates back if we need to, uh, you know, after the playoffs are done, if they get a title, have the parade, and then, hey, everybody, wear your mask again. Just drop the mandates only on days that yeah, the Nets yeah. play in Brooklyn, and then and then you know on the other days that that wouldn't that wouldn't be suspicious at all. It's like it's, it's like when you it's like when you're in school and like your your period C and your D switch yeah. depending <laughs> on the day. Uh, in New York, yeah, exactly. yeah in, in New York, you're allowed when you're in the borough of Brooklyn. You're allowed yep. to not wear a mask. That's just the rules. Yes. It's the uh, the way it yes. is. Uh, everybody should know the borders there. Um, but uh, you know, to keep it on New York talk here, uh, you know, uh, to go down to the Knicks. 
some really weird news coming out from there. Uh, I mean, it's been a dumpster fire all year. Here, there's a prediction that I had. I said they were dark horse contenders to, uh, in the <laughs> yeah. East. There's a fucking, there's a take. Um, oh, which, again, in my mind, like, it still makes sense to me, honestly. Yeah. Like, none of it, like, my th- I still stand by it, but it just didn't work out. And well, I think, think that about- that's me believing in a fucking Dolan team. That guy's a, a Scrooge and an idiot and an imbecile. I mean, I don't know what, what I was thinking with believing in that. Uh, but... Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen, I mean, Kemba Walker is officially going to be sitting out. The him and the Knicks have mutually agreed that he'll be sitting out the remainder of the season, and he's not interested in a buyout, even though there's multiple teams that are interested in signing him. So he just wants to take his cash and sit at home and play 2K. I don't know, order pizza, chill, shoot around in the backyard, whatever he's going to do. He's not going to be in New York. I'll tell you that much. No. Yeah, I I, I feel for Kemba, man. This is uh, like I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know if this was kind of his decision or if he sort of made it because he knew it was the best decision because, yeah. you know, Tibbs, Tibbs deep down doesn't want to play him or, you know, it's just not working out, you know, whatever the reason may be. But I wish he would accept a buyout um, and For just sure. go join another team because uh, imagine, you know, the, the Lakers signing him to a minimum, like uh, that, that, that would be, that would be great. I think that would fix a lot of issues. Yeah, uh, again, uh, he's demonstrated this year, he's not going to really help you on defense, but um, the, the Lakers could use another shooter, uh, you know, a, 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 they a, need a can, shooter, you know, yeah, well, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, a guy who can attack the rim a little bit, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot the mid range has some playoff experience. Like, um, and, and that's just one team that I think, you know, could, could kind of use his services. So, uh, it's, it's definitely weird. Uh, when you're talking about like fishy things going on, like, I wonder about this, like, I, I think, uh, th- this season from, from, from the Knicks, like, uh, it's it's quietly maybe like the saddest thing that's going on this whole year, you know, with Julius Randle, you know, beefing with fans and teammates <laughs> yeah. and assistant coaches and, you know, the 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 kind of development that RJ Barrett, you know, should be having just kind of really going kind of under the radar, but also not really mattering because there's so much other shit going on and, uh, you know, n- none of their signings really working out. And how far have we like how how long ago that seems that, you know, the bing bong, uh, the famous bing bong <laughs> incident. Uh, the first game of the season, they, you know, they get get the, the the Knicks get the win over their rival Celtics. Everyone freaking out, and it's just been downhill since a very very slow decline. Now it's just since sad then. to look it's back so, at that. It's like I oh my man, I haven't heard Bing Bong in in a while. I think it's just it's it's too sad. It's it's uh it, it, they 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 can't even go there anymore. And yeah, this is just you know cherry cherry on top, um or or whatever the negative uh, version of cherry on top uh, of this Knicks season. Um, and uh, you know we'll we'll see. Maybe this gives quick quickly a chance to uh, you know get get some more minutes here. Uh, some of their other young guys. For real, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know what Tibbs is thinking. Like he hates to lose. He doesn't want to you know throw away any season. But like at this point, Tibbs just play your young guys, develop your your young your young talent. Uh, yeah. You know I, I know it's going to be hard for you, but um, you know of all the kind of we were just talking about the, the, the great matchups we're going to see, you know, in the East, you know, the Eastern conference playoffs. I'm okay. If the Knicks just aren't in it this year, I, yeah, I don't want to see them get shellacked cool by someone. <laughs> so just, just fade away. Maybe yeah. you can sneak into the, you know, to the lottery conversation, you know, uh, um, there's, there's a lot of teams who want to win in the East. So, you know, just, just cut your losses. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about season from hell, you know, for, for the Lakers, I, I think the Knicks are kind of having one too, but we're, we're just not talking about it as much. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a, a such a whirlwind, such a a confusing season overall for for the Knicks, and I really feel for the fans because they do have some diehards out there, like and oh, they've yeah. had just nothing. Every time they get a glimpse of hope, it's just yeah harder and harder. It's just shattered, and 
they got to fire Tibbs. I think he's the right now. If like uh, you check any kind of betting odds for the next head coach to be fired, he's the the yeah, leader. I which think is, so. and I've been saying this for a while. As much as I like Tibbs, he should be like a college coach. Yeah, he should. He, he really should. He plays like seven to eight guys, and he runs yeah. the shit out of them. But and he only plays guys that he trusts, and that's kind of what I've been saying about Nick Nurse is that he's kind of developed yeah. into the same thing, and that can't be a habit. Because yeah. you're going to hurt your players, you're going to hurt your own reputation. Like, have you ever seen, like, in the past 10, 15, 20 years even, uh, a team that's rode, you know, five guys and just ran them all year long, playoffs included? It doesn't work. The, no. the, the team that's deeper is always going to get the win there. Uh, or they yep. can strategize. They can find ways to rest guys a little bit more. Like, we've seen, you know, the, the load management, uh, you know, has been a, a huge thing in this year, uh, or in the past years, pardon me. Uh, but Tibbs just is living in the stone age still. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, like it, it's like, we're okay. Run, uh, you know, run Randall and, uh, and RJ 40 minutes a game and we'll, we'll hope for yeah. the best. Uh, and, yeah. and we said it going into the season, as much as I was high up on the Knicks, you know, I didn't, th- I didn't think they were going to be, I thought it was going to be kind of a Cinderella run, but like we even said, you know, Julius Randall can't be your number one guy. We assumed no. that they were going to try and make maybe some kind of a move or RJ would get more of a green light on offense. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they still think that, you know, Randall with, you know, in all due respect, his limited bag was going to be able to do anything for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and again, we all expected Kemba to be better, but I'm not really sure what even his future holds. Uh, I know, I know. Because it seems like, you know, maybe he's lost some of that luster and some of that love for the game as well, if I'm being honest, because this has yeah. been, what, his third team technically in the That's past That's what the year. Knicks will do to you. The Knicks will do that to you, man. It's, uh, it's true. I haven't uh, seen Porzingis smile since uh, since he lived there. So <laughs> it's true, true. Yeah, yeah, it, it's tough. I definitely feel for Kemba. We have the same birthday, May eighth, gang. What's going on? Um, great day. But uh, he he's. Uh, I hope he can just land in a different situation. Clearly, this is another kind of um, sort of stop that hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. But I also want to just you know quickly to defend Kemba. People act like you know, it, it didn't work out at all in Boston, but you know, that's not true. Like that, the, sure, the yeah, Celtics yeah. got, you know, it, it, especially that bubble se- uh, uh, season, like Kemba was really, really good in that Raptors series. Uh, and, and he, part of the reason why they almost, uh, you know, went up three Oh on the Raptors. Like he was, he was picking them apart, a really good defensive team. You know, the, the, the Raptors are defending champs at that point, you know, obviously without Kawhi uh, or Danny green, but um, like, Kemba still was a good, useful player uh, in in Boston for most of the time that he played, I think. But, you know, by the end, it was just it, w- it was getting stale. And and again, he's got so many weaknesses and uh, so many things that make it that it's, you know, kind of hard to have him out there. Um, and he's not quite as explosive as he was when he was younger. So um, it's going to be tough to find the right spot for him. But I, I do think he can help. Uh, you know, a- another team in the right situation. Uh, but clearly, it, it just wasn't the Knicks. Well, we'll we'll see what his next move is. Uh, likely going to be in the off season, and uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's going to, as we said, there's a lot of teams that would, you know, like his services. Whether it's you know just having a veteran guard on the team uh, in the locker room, or you know, a team that's looking to add another guy to you know contend. Because I mean, there's a there's a lot of teams. Like I'm not saying that he's a, a six man at this point yet, uh, but I yeah. mean, I think there are teams that because it, it, it's such a guard heavy and guard dominant league and era that we're mm-hmm. in. I can mm-hmm. see Kemba being kind of like a super sub, come off the bench. I think that yeah. honestly at this point might be better off for him because you know this year really wasn't a great career year for him either. Uh, yeah. You know he shot the ball away uh, okay, but like his usage was crap, uh, yeah. and he really couldn't do anything inside the arc. So yeah. uh, you yeah. know uh, again, one of my one of the more entertaining players that I, I grew, I've grown up watching and you know, watched for the past couple of years. I mean even when he was on on UConn, uh, probably the coldest yeah. uh, you know uh, I, I hoop mixtape ever. 
uh, you yeah. know, hitting these step back game winners. But uh, yeah, cardiac Kemba, uh, you know, go and uh, go and rest yourself, man, and come back stronger next year. We hope. Uh, yeah. You know, we we, we want to see you out there. Uh, and then to, to you know to end off the podcast, uh, we got to talk about this guy uh, because you know I got fifty bucks riding on this, and part of part of my belief and my uh, you know uh, faith placed in the New Orleans Pelicans was based on the fact that I assumed Zion would be back, you know, by at the latest the All Star break. He's not yeah. coming back this year. He might not even play <laughs> at all. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, the reports are coming out him and David Griffith just butt heads he doesn't trust him he doesn't believe in him thinks that he you know, he doesn't know what he's doing essentially uh which is kind of comical since zion's played 85 fucking games three more than greg <laughs> odin played his career uh yeah. it's like i don't i don't know where you think like why you think you know the world of basketball right now zion you barely barely you barely exceeded a rookie season um yeah, yeah. and now we're sitting here he's the number one overall pick he was one of the most hyped players since lebron fucking james uh to enter the yeah. nba and yeah, and he was great when he did play, but it's like, what, where, 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 where are we doing here? Like, you want to be great? Like, what, like we, like, is he pushing for a trade? Like, because you know his camp, for all due respect to them, you know they're keeping it close to the chest. They're not letting anything really leak out. Uh, besides yeah. that, you know, apparently he's rumored to, to not trust management there. Uh, but the the biggest thing that's come out, you know, JJ Redick, former, uh, you know, uh, a Duke alumni. Uh, along with, uh, you know, as well as a former teammate of Zion's, uh, you know, those last year yep. uh, in New Orleans, you know, he kind of called him out and said, even when I was on the team, you know, he was a, a detached teammate is what he said. A lot of yep. people were throwing around the word bad teammate. That's not what Zion, yeah. what, 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 what JJ said. He said yeah, he yeah. was a detached teammate, which, you know, doesn't mean he's a good teammate, but it doesn't mean yeah. that he's like, you know, yelling at guys, throwing the ball and having hissy fits. It just means, you know, he really doesn't give a no, shit about the guys he plays yeah. with. He's just kind of out there to, you know, do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of, part of me kind of cringed at that though. When I heard JJ said, say that, cause I'm like, well, maybe he would have, you know, came across that way to you. And I, I'm not defending Zion. Cause I think he, he, him and his camp have not really, I wouldn't say handled this whole situation well, but like mm. JJ, JJ's like a, you know, an, an older kind of like white veteran of the league. And, you know, like, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't know a hundred percent if I like trust his judgment on like, who Zion is as a guy. Like, I think that's a little unfair. Like he played for one season there. Like mm -hmm. if you're a vet, maybe, you know, it's on you to kind of reach out to this young guy who, you know, who hasn't been in the NBA long. Um, so, you know, part of me kind of was like, okay, you know, JJ, I'll, I'll take that with a bit of a grain of salt, but like, you know, if, if, if he did say that, you know, maybe there is some stock in it that, that, um, you know, Zion wasn't, you know, the, the guy who, you know, loved talking to, you know, his teammates and uh, being, being very, very outspoken, kind of vocal and, uh, you know, that type of leader. Um, but again, I I'll give him sort of the benefit of the doubt that he doesn't need to be anything yet. Like he's sure, still yeah, a, a yeah. very young guy who's feeling his way out in the league. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to pass too much judgment and I don't like that, that people have kind of been doing that. But that being said, like, um, it, it, you should call CJ McCollum, you know, if, 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 if he, yeah. uh, you find out he's being traded, you know, one of, one of the uh, most respected guys in the league, you know, the head of the freaking players association for God's sakes, like, you know, just give him a call and, and say, you know, I'm excited to play with you, something like that. So from that kind of part of what JJ was saying and other people that, that sort of, you know, decency aspect of it. And, you know, you get a new team teammate uh, who you, you want to show that you're excited to play with and get on the court with. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that's just an indication of what we all kind of know, but you know, we're, we're not a hundred percent sure. I don't think Zion wants to be in new Orleans. Like I think he wants to be a Nick. And I think that's, 
and either a Nick or somewhere else in some sort of big market, uh, uh, just in general, not on the Pelicans. Like, well, I, it came pretty I, close to him getting to be a Nick. It was just the lottery balls didn't fall their way. Well, exactly. But remember, he had that, that the reporter asked him, like, what, what's it like playing uh, yeah, in the garden? Yeah, yeah. And he literally said, I'm so glad you asked me that. Like, how how can you how can you justify like answering it like that? I, I really don't understand. Like, I know people like people talked about it. like, Oh, could this mean this? But in that situation, I'm like, it literally has to mean that there's yeah. no other reason why he would why he would say that. So um, I, I definitely think Zion does deserve some some kind of criticism in this whole thing. The fact that um, he, he it just seems like his actions and, you know, the, uh, the the actions of his camp being very very you know uh, you know closed off in terms of communications, uh, not giving you know the the Pelicans organization and their fans like full faith that you know he he's he he wants to come back and and that he's you know committed to the team. Um, so I don't know, and it's just it's just rough for for a Pelicans organization. Like I hear all these people saying, is it is it best to you know cut ties now? Oh, you could get a really good package for Zion, but it's like. How many times are you going to trade your franchise player for uh, yeah. like a top pick, <laughs> yeah. and then they're just going to want to leave, and then you're going to trade it for the next yeah. top pick? It's going to go on for years and years and years. Like at a you know, well, a, hey man, at, at, at least point. Anthony Davis and Chris Paul, like they served their time, man. They're well, veterans. The they too. made yeah, playoff runs. Even... They were yeah. they were like the heart and soul. At least when they wanted to leave, it was kind of like you know what, fair. Yeah, you know they yeah. they they've no, done their time. It's a good point. Zion's good point. as I said, eighty five fucking career games played. That's it. You yeah. don't have any say, man. Like, yes, you seemed yeah. like you were on pace to start becoming a great player, but apparently also, again, you haven't made any adjustments to your body. Something that, yeah. you know, they were saying and telling you, preaching to you before, you know, coming into the draft, when you were drafted, during games, during the season, yeah. during the offseason. If you're not going to make the efforts, like, again, as we, we talked about before, like, he looked like a shapeshifter. Or some days he's skinny, some days he looks like he's fat Albert. Like, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I, I I really don't know where Zion's you know his head's at. I don't know if he really cares about recuperating correctly. I don't know you know if, if, if through all the smoke and mirrors if he's even that hurt. There could be you know the. I think the... he's just trying to force his way out. There's precedent for this. Like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nursed an injury that people that went on for so long that pe- same thing people are saying like are you even hurt? What's going on? Um and for for whatever reason you know Kawhi didn't like the Spurs medical staff. We you know, got the phantom he, pain. Maybe he didn't like playing. Didn't like playing for pop. You know, he wanted to do his own thing, whatever it was. He, he got out. He eventually got his trade and, and he left. And I think, uh, uh, whether or not he's going to admit it. And, you know, I, I don't think he will, but you know, once it actually happens, I think it'll, all these signs will be kind of plain to see in retrospect that he just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, to be fair, in that situation, Kawhi Leonard had already won a finals MVP. And that's, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. There's, because <laughs> they're not the same thing. Again, it's one of those things. It's like, at least they've proven themselves. Zion's yeah, just yeah. like I was the number one pick. That's all yeah. he's. That's literally if you wanna if his career ended today, that's all he has. He was the yeah. number one pick, and he had a crazy and he debut. Had four threes. <laughs> yeah, like it, and the only reason that him hitting those many threes were was such a big deal was because he didn't hit a single one in college. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I don't know. Again, I and this here because I've, I've I've you know I've been I've been ragging on myself about how many bad takes I had coming into the season. Going into that draft, I'll, I can even go back if someone really wants me to, uh, you know, at me, at Matt Icorn 13 Twitter, Instagram, whatever the hell you want. Uh, but I tweeted, I said, and I got some slack. I was fighting with people on Twitter. I said, I would have taken John Morant or RJ Barrett over Zion that year going into that draft because I knew longevity-wise they would be the better players. RJ, that one, you know, we're still up in the air right now, but John Morant yeah. is clearly the better player than Zion. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think John Morant might like this version of John Morant, especially the fact that he's going to improve, like already might be better than 
the the ceiling of Zion uh, that I have in my mind. Like people were making out Zion to be like th this guy who was going to be uh, this generational player, and I think sure. a lot of yeah. people, I, I think a lot of people confuse generational player with generational athlete. Like mm -hmm. Zion is a generational athlete because he has a generational kind of like frame with that jumping ability and that strength. He's like um, a Khalil has picked up a basketball. It's insane. And like when he has played, he's, he's scored in the paint at a rate that we all have almost never seen, but like, what exactly is his like player comp? Like that's, that's the thing mm -hmm. I always kind of like wondered, like where, what position is he going to play? Uh, Cause you know, he's a good passer, but he, you, you really want to bring the ball up all the time. Like, you know, point Zion was a little bit of a, you know, um, experiment <laughs> yeah. that, that the Pelicans ran, but like, I just don't think he smoothly kind of fits into any positional category. And that is like a deadly thing. Uh, like that, sure. that kills careers a lot of the time. Like, unless you do have that, um, you know, over the top kind of, you know, talent and, and can make up for it in other ways. Like if, if you're kind of this tweener who, who doesn't, uh, you know, fit in smoothly, uh, you know, on a basketball court, you know, especially in the modern game, it's going to be tough. And, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just never quite saw the, the, the hype with Zion to, to the, to the sort of extent that a, a lot of other people did. Um, so I'm with you there. I think John Morant's clearly already the better player. And, I wouldn't. I. I don't think it's out of the question that RJ uh, can be the the more you know useful player mm -hmm. uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, and you know it, it, that goes without saying. If if Zion is you know just injured, uh, yeah. you know sort of a Greg Oden situation, and you know never really reaches his full potential. Knock on wood that that's not true. Sure, I hope yeah, he does. Yeah. I, I hope he does get better. And if he's going to force his way out, fine. Like we've seen it before. You know, small markets. Uh, never, never this soon, as as yeah, as you yeah. pointed out. Uh, that that's going to be uh, an insane situation. Um, and uh, you know, if, if if somehow he he's traded before even playing two full seasons with with the team that drafted him, but um, I, I I I I am excited to see him on uh, on the court. And I, I think that's what we've all just been saying. That's the most frustrating thing. We just want to see him play. But uh, it looks like it won't even happen this year, which is super disappointing. Well, again, it's just like when we talk about the Knicks. But at the same time, as much as I've been giving Zion shit, I believe that he's frustrated with the you know the front office of the Pelicans because we've seen it yeah. happen year after year after year after year after year. They've got to let it go. They've got to sell it. They've got to move on, fire some people. They have to clean house. Same with the Knicks. Yeah. Same with a lot of other teams, you know, like the Kings. These are teams yeah. that are like just every year it's the same shit. And where it's yeah. never ever going to change, they have their their peaks are so minuscule in comparison, yeah. and that's why people are always like, "Oh, well, why is this team always good? Why are they?" It's not because they are like such great drafting teams. No, it's, it has nothing to really do with anything like that they just know how to treat their players well. They make them want yeah, to stay there. They don't do the wrong thing. Yeah, they make people want to come. They make people yeah. say good things. If you, I'm a young player coming through the draft right now, you watch Zion. Maybe you even played against him in high school or college, AAU, whatever it is. If you see this guy uh, again, a polarizing figure uh, in uh, you know our, our generation, like uh, of like the 2020s, let's say, because uh, yeah. again, well, like he's still one of the most popular athletes out there. If I'm yeah. hearing him say, "Oh, the Pelicans are horrible. I don't want to blah blah blah," even if I'm you know, a second round draft pick guy, I'm still kind of like you know I'll let them take the chance on me, but I'm not committing. Uh, yeah. because you know, you're going to have that bad taste. You're going to have a bad thought in your mind of, well, you know, what the organization stands for and what they're representing. And, uh, I, yeah. I, I, am all for player empowerment. Do I, am I, am I in favor of guys just straight up saying, fuck you, I'm not playing, I'm sitting out. I want to play for New York or Los Angeles. No, I don't support that. But you know, yeah. if you're not getting treated well, uh, and, and you know, you don't feel like you're doing things in the best interest of yourself, your body, your family, whatever. 
yeah. I, I think that, yeah, it's definitely fair to, you know, try and move on. But at this point, uh, and again, you know, there's always more behind closed doors. And, you know, I, I think Zion's a pretty classy guy uh, as well as his family. So I don't think they're trying to make anything more uh, like any, anything more of it than it already is. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, there has to be more going on between Zion and the front office because right now it just kind of seems like he doesn't want to play for them because he doesn't think that they made the right move. But it's like, again, to circle all the way back to where we started, you're not making – when they do make a move to try and win now, you're not even help, helping them out. You're not celebrating. Yeah, you're, you're not, not making there. that effort. So it's like yeah. – so, like, if you're not going to, like, applaud them, you know, getting CJ McCollum, you know, maybe not the biggest name out there, maybe not the best player in the world, but, you know – He's a all-star caliber trying. guy. Like, yeah, and, and if yeah. he was out there right now, I think they would be a great, like, an exciting team. Like, again, maybe yeah. they, they might not win a playoff series, but, you know, they, they're a playoff team. Might win you 50 bucks, though. Well, that's the thing. That's all I want. That's all I really care yeah. about. That's why I'm so passionate <laughs> about this whole yeah. situation, really, at the end of the day. This affects you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it's just uh, it's frustrating for guys like us because, you know, we, we're so heavily invested in the league. We want to know everything that's going on. But, you know, at the end of the day, unless, you know, we, where we start befriending Woj or, uh, you know, yeah. Shams, like, it's not going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, I, again, I do hope that Zion is more disgruntled and less hurt because I do want to see him get back on the court and I want to <laughs> see what the potential yeah. can live up to. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard for me to side with Zion based on the facts that we know right now. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, based on the facts we know right now, though, episode 50 of Big Dog Ball Talk coming to is. an end, man. I, I I can't believe we made it here, Jordan. It's been a blast. We finally, uh, you know, we, again, as we said before, you know, Jordan and I, we've talked about, you know, starting a podcast or something of, uh, you know, this this nature for, for years, years, yeah. uh, shooting the shit uh, at our places, on the streets, subways, pickup, whatever. Uh, so, you know, Jordan, it's been a, a great time. Here's to another 50, my friend. And, yeah. uh, you know, the train's rolling. And as we always say, you know, at Big Dog Ball Talk, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you know, we're on there. We're, we're grinding. We have a lot, Facebook. a lot in the works, you know, because again, with your guys' support. YouTube, uh, watch out for us on YouTube very soon. Exactly. That, 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 that's one of the bigger things, you know, with, with your guys' support, we've been able to start expanding what we're doing. And, you know, we want to bring you guys as much as we can. Uh, you know, we're still uh, part timers uh, when it comes to the podcasting world. But you know what? Who knows? Uh, with you your, can change that. Yeah, with your guys' support, it's, it's, it's up to you. Yeah, our lives are in your hands, really. You can you can you can e transfer uh, the big dog ball mm-hmm. talk uh, at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, email address if, if you feel so inclined. We don't need the money because we we make you know a, a good fifty k uh, you know an episode. But, I, I, know, donate, just, just I donate I donate most to charity. I'm a good guy. Yes, yeah, so, so do I. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you feel so inclined, yeah, um, yeah. you you can do that. But yeah, it's it's been a blast so far. And again, yeah, we can't thank you guys enough for all the help. But yeah, follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. And again, we want to hear from you. Uh, feel free. You, know, you can even email us. You can DM us, uh, personal accounts, or at Big Dog Ball Talk. And uh, you know, give us your questions. Give us your takes. Tell us that we yep. suck. Tell us that you love us. I don't really care. Yep. Uh, but we definitely want to hear from you guys. Uh, and again, maybe one day uh, we'll be able to have a featured episode with uh, all you guys, uh, all your takes uh, in there. Yes. But again. For Big Dog Ball Talk, I am Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel, and as my friend Jordan always says. Happy birthday, Alex. Uh, I hope you have mm-hmm. a great day. Me and Matt will be there with you to, to celebrate soon. And uh, just uh, on a more serious note, I, I feel like I should say something about this. Uh, whatever's, you know, what, what's happening in Ukraine right now is uh, pretty insane. I, I'm hoping everyone, especially if you have any listeners, listeners there, um, you know, everyone, you know, staying as, as safe as you, you possibly can. Um, I know it's uh, definitely not going to get into it or anything right now because it's a lot of 
really complicated geopolitics going on, but uh, I, I just hope, uh, you know, everyone can stay as safe as possible because this is some crazy shit going down right now. Yeah, for sure. Everybody stay safe out there and, uh, you know, stay informed. Uh, you know, yes. obviously, uh, we're, we're going to use our platform for what we can. Uh, and, and I feel that, you know, me, at least me and Jordan's uh, generation, you know, we like to read headlines, but nobody, you know, when they hear the news, they're like, ah, oh, it's depressing, turn it off. Sometimes you got to stomach it. Go in there, yeah. learn, educate yourself, and, uh, you know, figure out what's going on because, uh, you know, some of the things that are, are happening over there, I mean, uh, you know, as we're speaking, I'm pretty sure Russian troops are invading into Kiev right now. Uh, yeah. It's not good situation. So, you know, as Jordan says, you know, happy birthday, Alex, and uh, fuck Putin. Yeah, let's go.